Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here it is, How He Sees It, episode 90. We're going to cover, uh, I know, really, wow. 90. We're, we're getting up there, like 10 away from 100. I, I can't believe it. Um, but this week, we're covering Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, which was released on Freeform, which I believe was ABC Family oh. used to be. It yes. used to be ABC Family, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which that, I didn't know until... It, it started in 1977, and it, ha- it was uh, an extension of televangelist Pat Robertson's Christian Broadcast Network. Oh my Just a little God. bit of trivia, so. <laughs> Makes so much sense now. That's too much. Not at all. <laughs> um, no, I mean, for, for being for being an ABC family type show, I think they did a pretty good job, but uh, we'll get into that um, for, for what it is. Uh, but yeah, this is this is another one of the Marvel, I believe it was the 13th Marvel te- television um, release. Um, you know, oh, wow. it, 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 it ha- you know, that includes the, the Netflix and some of the others like Runaways, um, what was one of the other ones I saw that was on there? Uh, it concluded uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then all the Netflix shows. So this was, this they have a lot of them out there. I was kind of surprised when, when, I, when I saw that. I was like, man, that's, that's quite a few. So, but they might be including, they might be counting each one of the Daredevils once and, you know, the different seasons oh, uh, right. as one too. Cause I was trying to think, I'm like, I don't remember that many, but it, it is what it is. Well, I'm trying to, th- I bet it is. I mean, when you throw in stuff, like there's a couple we haven't gotten to yet. Right. Like the Inhumans and the Defenders and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. And Runaways is another one that's coming up. That was actually, it's funny cause it was released before this, but chronologically it's after this. Um, which okay. is interesting. Okay. Uh, same with uh, Luke Cage. Um, there was an interesting uh, thing I found out. This is this had the first um, tie-in crossover between any of the Marvel uh, TV shows. Really? Uh, necessary. Yeah. So this uh, the character of uh, Detective O'Reilly was mentioned in Luke Cage season two, episode eight. It ain't rough. It ain't right. Um, as having recently moved to New Orleans, I believe this she was friends with. Um, can't think of the, the uh, misty. misty night yeah so she was mentioned uh as as a friend of misty night on luke cage and then in this episode we also have the references of her being in new york right and having seen some other crazy shit and having some friends so that's kind of the back the back mention back to luke cage season two which i think believe aired before this but is chronologically after this so <laughs> kind of interesting so I thought that was kind of cool. That, but yeah, they say this was the first um, first example oh. of cross-platform Marvel Cinematic Universe TV shows having an established connection. So this came out before, like all the. This, this didn't come out before Daredevil and stuff, right? No, no, it came out after. Um, but they were saying cross-platform because Netflix. Uh, is in considered a, a platform on their own, so Netflix can can talk about Netflix shows back. That kind of cross, okay. That kind of cross platform. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Where like if Agents of Shield said something like, "Oh, we've seen Luke Cage," that would be a, a reference you know, cross platform. Yes. So that's what they're talking. about. It took me a minute to figure out too, because I was kind of like, "Wait, I thought in every one of those they talked about different people, but no, this is the cross platform." So I thought that was kind of cool. They were 
trying to make trying to make it work. What so. if they had to negotiate that whole thing? Had to have a meeting and decide <laughs> whether or not they could mention the Netflix platform in their uh, <clears throat> in their free form. Uh, um, well, that was the thing is they never they never mentioned a name. They never said they just they mentioned, said Misty. Oh. They did say Misty. Did they say? Uh, I couldn't remember that. I just remember she was saying she was from New York and she had a friend, and it was kind of it kind of was relevant. But I I mean, either way, it it, it was kind of neat seeing that. But before we get too deep into this this discussion of uh, cloak and dagger and and what it is in the MCU and all that, let's get into our drinks so that we can uh, enjoy this discussion that we're about to have. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll jump in and go first because I haven't done that in a while. Um, I was looking for something that kind of... I, I'm always a huge fan of the Cloak and Dagger comic books. I, I was a huge fan of the, the characters from there before. And I really liked the fact that they had the, the light and darkness, the yin and yang type power. So I was trying to find a drink that had something that was, you know, dark and light. And I was looking around and I finally found one that was... And it's not too off, but it's dark rum and light rum. And it, it and it also ties back in because it's a called a hurricane, which is a big drink. Uh, oh yeah, of course. In New Orleans. Oh so. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's perfect. And so I started going down that rabbit hole about, okay, let me look and see what I can find. And then I found one that was even better, because it's called a voodoo hurricane. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I was like, oh, that's perfect. And so the only difference in the, the, the Voodoo Hurricane from a regular Hurricane is they use a extra shot of a overproof rum. And the one that I looked up was calling out Bacardi 151. And I was like, wait, I just bought that uh, fi- uh, rum fire, which is an overproof rum last week. Yeah. And I'm like, this gives me a reason to have it again, because that is not something you... Same liquor two weeks in a row? Wow, that's impressive. I did I got... not buy any liquor this week. I did, Imagine I, that. I, I, bought, I, just, I didn't buy any liquor this week either, but Kelly's like, are you going to the store to buy more liquor for this podcast here? It's like, no, not at all. Uh, so what this, what this one is, is it's, uh, I ended up doing one ounce of the rum fire overproofed rum, right? One ounce Sailor Jerry spiced rum nice. to, for the dark rum. One ounce Malibu coconut rum for the light rum. And that's that's the darkness and the lightness. Uh, three ounces of a pineapple juice. This one called for three ounces of orange juice, but I kind of wanted to give it a little bit different spin. And, and so I found this. It's a uh, it's called Fizz is the name of the brand, but it's a sparkling clementine juice. So uh, I threw that in there and then a little bit of grenadine, mix it up, poured it over some uh, shaved ice kind of stuff, and uh, it's really good. The other cool thing is I got to use a glass that I haven't used in, I don't know. Oh, a hurricane glass, of course. Uh, yeah. Nice. So well, the, what's the cool thing about this? Like, yeah, it's, it's got a dolphin on it. Got it. So we got this uh, glass in uh, our honeymoon in Hawaii, or not Hawaii, uh, Maui, or Miami. I can't even speak tonight. Uh, Miami when we took our cruise for our honeymoon. So this was uh, in 1995, uh, I got this glass. So it's still around today. We ended up getting four of them because we were so broke that all we had enough money for was four drinks on the on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so, yeah, but we still have the glasses, so they survived that long. So that this is our, our, our remembrance or our, our uh, memories from our honeymoon on the cruise, uh, the Dolphin Cruise, which wasn't much bigger than the Coast Guard boat I was on. Uh, <laughs> so it was kind of cool to get to do that. But, yeah, so here's here's to you guys and uh, with the hurricane. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. 
and it's very delicious. You don't taste the overproof uh, rum much at all, which is nice. All right, who wants to go next? I will defer. I've, I, I will <laughs> wait for a minute. I'll go ahead. Um, again, uh, we must have been thinking along the same lines because, um, and also uh, since the uh, the last time I looked at drinks that are popular in New Orleans, I found such a winner. Um, I looked there again, and this is a drink. Uh, the, the origins of this are a little are a little dicey. Um, it's called a French 75. Uh, they say it's oh. named after some uh, ordinance that was used by the French during World War One, but um, a couple of people have said it was actually invented in New York City. Uh, but it's a great drink. <laughs> it's a nice drink. Have you had it? Um, I have had it. I've had it in New Orleans, and actually oh, we, nice. had a re- we had a reference to it on this podcast, I believe, but go ahead. Oh, okay, so anyway, it's a it's a champagne cocktail, which I like a champagne cocktail, and uh, I usually get these at weddings because I have the champagne anyway, so why not? Oh. Uh, so it's uh, an ounce of gin, half ounce of lemon juice, uh, half ounce of simple syrup, and three ounces, or sorry, two ounces of champagne, um, and then you put a little lemon twist in it and ser- shake it up, serve it in a champagne flute. Um, it's it's sweet. It's not terribly strong. It's very tasty. Nice. So, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Sounds like a way I can enjoy both gin and champagne because I'm not big on either one, but together. See, I the, see. I like champagne, and but I like it. Um, it's usually a little sweet for me, so I like it, like in a cocktail with yeah, like with gin or something that's a little, uh, a little harder. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's it just, you know, to cut the sweetness. So it's nice. It's nice. Cool. So. All right, Steve, you want to tell us about your, your fabulous concoction? Sure. Yeah. I was also, um, uh, inspired by New Orleans, um, a little bit of nostalgia a couple of years ago, my wife and I went there for the first time on our 25th anniversary. And, um, I, every day she, you know, I got to pick the restaurant and cocktails, and, and she uh, would pick the sightseeing to do. It was, it was kind of a fun, we had a really good time. It's one of the best trips we've had, uh, the two of us. But there was a place we went to in the Garden District uh, called Cavan, and I had a drink there called a um, Suisses, which is, which is um, a French name for like a Swiss woman. Uh, got a really odd spelling but it was um, it, it's it's traditionally an absinthe based uh, drink but this one was made with herb saint uh, but I didn't have any herb saint couldn't get a hold of it I should have talked to uh, to both great restaurant think, in New Orleans I, by the way I, <laughs> nice um, but um, I was able to track down the menu from Cavan when, I, I don't know, I, I, I tracked down this drink so I saw a few of the key ingredients and uh, one was the, the Herb Saint, they used rum as their main uh, um, spirit and uh, Orgeet, which is like a, a, a almond um, yep. apricot syrup. Um, and uh, some cream and uh, I had made a little note to, m- to myself that I found that uh, it had some egg whites in it. So I had to kind of come up with my own recipe because I couldn't get a hold of all these ingredients. I found a, uh, another, um, I couldn't find the uh, Herb Saint, but I found, um, uh, what is it, is it Ricard? It's, a, it's another anise, um, anise-based uh, is it- uh, liqueur. 
It's spelled like Picard with an R, right? Yes. Yeah, Picard, yeah. Yeah, Ricard Pastis de Marse Marseille. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's got very much kind of a fennel pla uh, uh, yeah. black licorice taste. And oh. and I was messing around earlier. You saw the picture I submitted. That was actually an early attempt, and I put a little too much <laughs> too much of that in uh, in, and it was a little too heavy for me. So I changed it up a little bit, and. Um, and uh, my final one has is a little wow. bit heavier on the rum. Looking good. Um, but whipped it up with some egg white and some, some cream and orgeat. And it was one I really liked then. I didn't care for it when I tried it earlier. <laughs> so I'm hoping with the uh, less of the uh, Ricard and more of the rum uh, makes it go down a little better. We'll see. Nice. More rum is usually good. Yeah, that's, that's tastier. That's tastier. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not All so right. sure about the egg white, but okay. I know, you never <laughs> are. Don't sleep on the egg white, dude. Come on. Uh, all right, so I don't want to, so you're done? I don't want to I'm steal done. your thunder. All right, so I'm I did a little now. potpourri. I did a little callback to one I did when we did uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I did another Sazerac because that is my <laughs> all-time favorite New Orleans drink, and this obviously took place in New Orleans. I was going to do a cocktail called a voodoo princess oh. but um it was a little too ambitious with <laughs> ingredients and i'm trying to cut back on buying one-off ingredients that get thrown <laughs> away like mango puree and all that kind of stuff but it's very close to the one you made noah it's it's okay. it's, it's very similar when i when you were going down your list of ingredients it sounded very very similar so i went with the uh the sazerac which i do love it's one of my all-time favorite cocktails and you know new orleans is one of my all-time favorite cities i think i said that last time uh, but I also had a couple of beers I picked up. I picked up a New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. They have all the Voodoo series, so the Voodoo. Yeah. And then I also was able to, and this was tough. I, I had to look around a bit. I got two Abitas, and Abita is like the New Orleans beer. Like the, the one brewery in New Orleans is Abita Brewery. And I got a Alpha Gator, and they were famous for their gator farms at, you know, the bayous and all that kind of stuff. And then I just got an Abita Light. I don't know why it's just I, I mean i got it because it's it's really they only had two available so it was right. that or nothing so i just went full force on those but um what was the drink steve that you made a couple weeks ago that had you called it something it was the one where nina couldn't make it and and you called the one you made um, the fat pig the fat pig what I, I forget what we looked up and that was the real name of it that's what i got mixed up with the french 75 i don't know Oh, yeah, I remember what you're... Yeah, it does... Anyway, happen. I'll figure it out, but... Or I could just go back and listen, and... Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with the vodka and Chambord. That's wow. what it was, Chambord and vodka. So anyway, yep. but yeah, so those are my drinks. So I got... I'm done with my Sazerac, and I'm, I'm going down a couple of beers, so... Uh, <laughs> I actually looked for... I looked for a beer, because there's one reference that the, the, you know, the cop with the scar, Connors, uh, makes reference to. He, he said none of that. None of that Boston hippie beer, you know, or something yeah. like that. I actually <laughs> tried to track down a Boston beer that was uh, uh, like a hippie beer, and there were some was that it, I would I would have had to, like, special order or something. Was it yeah. Boston, or... Because she wasn't from Boston. She was from New York. I believe... I'm well, absolutely. then she would... Well, she might have said Boston, because if she's from New York, she's going to throw shade on Boston. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty easy, though. You get a Samuel Adams. I'm sure you could have found something in there that was, you know, sure. that, that's the that's the typical Boston beer. 
but yeah, that would that would have been good. It's funny. I thought about the Sazerac after you, uh, from the New Orleans. And I was like, oh, Bo, and then I started thinking, I'm like, oh no, but we've done that one before. So let me let me see if I can find something. Well, else. every time we have a New Orleans podcast, you will get a Sazerac in the mix with something else. I'm just <laughs> warning you now. No, that's awesome. I, I mean, I love it that you have a, a you have a go to that you really like. I mean, that's that's key. I'm still kind of. I'll do two. I don't want to. I want to. I want to fill out your uh, recipe <laughs> book, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of, yeah, one of these days, I'd love to be able to just put them all together and like have a cabinet that has all the stuff. Okay. You know, that might be you know a little ambitious, but it'd be kind of fun to be able sure. to do. So as another, I forgot to tell you this. So for the glass, I'm drinking the beer <laughs> out of. It's from Pat O'Brien's, which nice. is a New Orleans. Uh, it's a big party bar. When we went, it was wall to wall, guys and girls in red dresses because it was Red Dress Day, which is a day they do a big race down there. So oh, anyway, do they do no. they still have the piano players? I don't remember. It was uh, late in the day, and it was a birthday party weekend, and oh okay, a little we, foggy. When I <laughs> when I went in college, a friend and I went to New Orleans for spring break, also one of my favorite cities, but Pat O'Brien's at the time, and they've probably retired, if not passed away, but it was these two ladies, probably in their 70s, and they did like dueling pianos nice. at the oh, front, yeah. nice. and they, this is the thing, it's like, you send up a $10 bill at the time, it's like you send up a $10 bill with a request, they knew everything and it was hilarious because like they had people from all over the world they were doing like national anthem of uh you know different countries and it was it was fun it was it was a it was a good time they totally a, can recommend it there's a nice irish bar in uh the new york new york uh in las vegas that has the dual pianos that's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i've yeah. been in that one I've, I've certainly been in that one and there was a place i went to i went to uh south carolina uh i think it's south carolina or north carolina where the NASCAR Hall, NASCAR uh, Hall of Fame is. So okay. there's right near there, there's a place, uh, I think it's called the Alligator Bar, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, that has dueling pianos too. Dueling pianos are just a blast. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, that's the only oh, place yeah. I've ever been that has, I just love a good piano. Uh, there, When I was stationed in Hawaii, in Waikiki, there was a, a the Irish Rose and they had a piano guy in there and it was so much fun. And I don't know what it was, there was, it. Waikiki being the place that it was, there always seemed to be more foreigners in there than than Americans, but it was always fun. And uh, as soon as they found out you're you're a Coast Guard, typically uh -huh. you got a beer bought for you. So I was going there all the time. I'm sure nice. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I don't know I don't know what it was, but they always had the piano guy going, and it was it was a lot of fun. That's you awesome. Know, it's interesting. We talked about our drinks, and everyone was kind of inspired by New Orleans, and and actually Cloak and Dagger when it was originally created back in the '80s, it was all New York. It was yes. the series oh, really? that actually moved it to New Orleans. I, so, uh, Clo Cloak and Dagger is actually, that's another one of those comics that I started. I picked up issue number one at the 7-Eleven when oh, I nice. was in middle school. So like Spider-Man one? By the, by the hotspot? No, no, no. Uh, huh? Yeah, the one by, by hotspot. Hot uh, no, it was Cloak and Dagger number one. Okay. So they had so, a, a four-issue miniseries, and then they had a uh, another release. Do you, do you remember if it was the miniseries? I believe it was the miniseries, okay. and then I continued reading it yeah. after they... That was one that I also had uh, that was right in my wheelhouse when I was collecting comics. And, and I remember seeing him in Spider-Man the first couple times, because at the time I was collecting all three of the Spider-Man uh, titles at the time. Yeah. Uh, they also... Uh, I had the the four issue miniseries, then got into 
the others. They were also a lot in uh, Strange Tales with uh, Doctor Strange, which was another one oh, that cool. I was reading. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I think that's the reason, well, that and um, it just got too expensive. I only read them for a couple years because it just, the storyline got way too complicated for me to yeah. follow. But, and I forget who the artist was, but I remember the art being really cool. Yeah, just the being really, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, the other one that they, they made an appearance in a couple times that I, I know we've talked about this before was uh, Power Pack. Which oh was yeah, the one that I, I, you know, just for them oh, to show I'd, up in there, <laughs> it was just kind of cool. It was, yeah. That's, I mean, Power Pack was so sweet and cute, and the two of the, I mean, that their title was pretty dark, so it was. Yeah. I, I still say this. I, I still, if if anyone had half a brain over at Disney Plus, they would be developing Power Pack into a, into a kids series right now. You know, because maybe they are. They're doing everything else, right? Right. I, yeah. I would be. totally. I would totally push it. I mean, they, well, they need... had that. They had that TV series that they tried. So it's there's still people out there talking about it. I think. It yeah. Just, it's a matter of getting there. But yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. hope they do someday. Because yeah, that would be a perfect. Even if they did it animated, it would be a really good show. Oh yeah. Because it fits right in that that kid, you know that five to 16 year old range that would really speak to Ex them i think exactly i mean you have all these little kids that that love the superheroes and you know something like falcon and winter soldier is probably <laughs> a little probably a little rough for them and and loki's probably a little a little complicated for him but you could do like some great kids fight <laughs> yeah. fight evil stories that would just be great for them yeah, I don't think there's even this one. I mean, with some of the stuff they they touch on, uh, was not a kid friendly. It, it yeah, was I would, I would, yeah, definitely like teen, young adult. Yeah, kinda. they were saying the YA and stuff like that, which which I think it's actually hurt this series overall yeah. in my mind. Um, let's, let, we'll get right into it now. Um, well, freeform. This, their this, target demographic is fourteen to thirty-four. They, a target demographic designated by the channel as becomers. I thought that was kind of interesting. They're called <laughs> becomers, so they are catering towards a younger, yeah. younger. Uh, yeah, and and you get that, and I think that might have been what hurt. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was so into the the old comics, and and there's some some drastic changes from the comic books to the to this series. Um, it almost the, seemed like the, they wrote it all from scratch, really, kind of. Pretty well, much. no, actually, that's the cool part is they did. But pull you're generally good with comics. that, right, Noah? You're generally I'm, good with that, like lots of changes <laughs> from the comics. I'm just, I'm just making sure we're 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 on the same page there, right? You're generally okay with multiple changes from the comics. <laughs> sure, but we'll go with that. <laughs> no, and it's I I don't I'm not opposed to changes um, necessarily, but these ones they they drastically change the power dynamic of the duo and what they have and and even their powers essentially. So it kind of changed the story. Um, there's also a huge portion of this that they, they kind of did a character swap um, in the backgrounds of the two main characters, uh, where Tandy was technically from a, a kind of rich uh, family that she she was a runaway from. Um, and, and Ty or uh, Tyrone was more of a poor, um, you know, uh, person who grew up and had issues and ended up being a runaway. They were both runaways in, in the long run when they met and stuff like that. So they changed the, the kind of basic backstory. And, and I think what, what bugs me most about it is in the comics, they, uh, they kind of were isolated to where they only had themselves to rely on, where in this, they don't necessarily have that where yeah. 
you know, he has his whole family. She doesn't have as much, but he still has his whole family where they almost had to rely on each other. And then, and then when you get into the powers, they didn't go nearly as dark as no. as Cloak is in the comics. Like he is fucking crazy bad. Well, that's the thing. It seemed like he was kind of like a scared kid to some yeah. degree, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dark or whatever. Like, yeah. So I, I, I will say this. I, I was the first episode or two. Like, it, it was confusing enough. I guess, for lack of a better term, it was confusing enough to be like what's going to happen next like it was like <laughs> vague enough and not enough detail and i'm like what's going to happen with this what's going to happen yeah. and then you know it's a progress i'm like oh well all right and then it just you know, <laughs> take its time you know, slowly yeah, it's, <laughs> it I, i'll tell you this and uh i also i watched uh the first season of the runaways which we'll get to in a couple i love weeks. uh can't wait to do that but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> And and they both kind of had the same problem, and I and maybe it's a problem with, with like episodic, television, you know, like freeform basic cable. Is, like, they take forever. Like the whole first season is kind of the origin instead of, you like, you well, need to. Yeah. What they should do is like the first episode. Yeah, or maybe two they're episodes, maybe much, like and putting like too much emphasis on like the character like get it get the setup and then hit the ground running, like well, by the time they start working they together. Adopt, all all American TV series should adopt the European, sorry, the the United Kingdom TV series. It's like we have three seasons. If we cannot wrap this up in three seasons, like you know, it, it's like yeah. if you look at every time I watch something that's from like BBC or whatever, it's like. You know, Great British Baking, so, you know, take that off the board. But, like, any kind of series, like Luther, I think Luther was three seasons. Luther could have gone on for, like, I don't know, it could have been the law and order of Europe. Like, it could have just, like, you know, or whatever. He could have traveled to Italy and traveled to wherever and all that kind of stuff. And in the U.S., it's like, we'll just, you know, it's it's like, I don't know, it's, it's... Yeah, I... They know they have as much time. They know they can just drag it out as long as they want, because as long as they have however many viewers they need, they can keep going. I, I agree. I mean, I and I agree with you. There's a couple of British shows. Um, you're right. They're tight. It's like six, and their their seasons are like six episodes. Yeah. And it's like every season is its own story, and it wraps it up by the, usually, by, this, by the season finale. And right. for this to kind of... Like, by the time they actually started working together and using their powers together, it was like, the season was almost over, and it still ended on a cliffhanger. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God. It, it seemed like Just, the, different, <laughs> the different writers weren't necessarily on the same page either because there was a uh, lot. It seemed like every episode had a direction that it was kind of going, and then you'd get veered off some other direction, like, and they'd abandon things, you know, they'd kill off... Oh, the, sure they did. They'd kill off the, yeah. uh, the, the, the boyfriend, the lawyer boyfriend. I don't think we ever heard anything about that after he got shot. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, that was dramatic. Something, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be something that has followed up. Nope, I never heard a thing about that. It seemed like they dropped a lot of things quite a bit. So it, it's, it's like they're writing it as they go. They don't know where they're going. And it, it, it didn't 
these the writers just weren't solid enough to keep it together. Um, That's mm-hmm. the biggest complaint I've heard. Well, they're working for freeform, for God's sakes. I mean, they're not working <laughs> for like a real network. I mean, it's like that's 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 level set here. <laughs> I mean, in, in a lot of the series we see on Netflix, there's usually someone that kind of at least has an overall arc of a vision of where they want to take the story and then they have yeah. different writers come in and kind of take it there this didn't seem like that was the case it looked like it was more you know here's here's the setup go you know well, you do one thing now you do another thing and, and, and we can look at some of the other changing. shows you can look at some of the you know we talked about runaways already there's also a marvel show out there that's called the gifted um, which Damn is it. kind of oh. X-Men based. It's not in the MCU at all, but if you guys haven't watched it, it's really good. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not one we're going to drop on here. Well, we may drop it as a special. Oh, <laughs> we're going to add that on now too? Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> may, maybe if we ever do a Patreon, we'll do it as a Patreon reward or something. Well, actually, so what's that your, means I, we're probably not going to happen. What's your, episode, what's your episode 100? Right. The Patreon uh, will be the four of us paying for a Patreon doesn't really make much sense. I think. <laughs> I think we're trying to work uh, episode 100 into Noah's uh, 50th birthday. That's. Oh, possible. we are. Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> might work out. We're looking to yeah. see how the timing lines up. We might need to add a couple. Uh, yeah. We'll see. It's, it's getting real close, but um, yeah, I don't know yet. I was I was thinking of maybe doing a recap of all the stuff and then having everybody that's ever been on kind of invited into it and just seeing what we nice. you know who knows. I'm going to throw around some some things. Um, Bo, you were talking about UK uh, television. There was a series called uh, Misfits that is a kind of a UK superhero-based show. It is the reason I have Hulu. And um, because that's the only place it was on. And this was, oh, God, fuck, nine years ago probably when I got it. Just to watch that. It is such a much better show (laughs) than Cloak and Dagger. Um, because, like you said, they, they they don't take forever to get into the whole backstory of everybody. It's kind of like, kind of like they they jump right into it. Here's what it is, and then we're gonna sprinkle in some backstory as we go through yeah. with some little snippets. And it, it made for a much more entertaining uh, show. And if you guys ever get a chance or want to watch something that's it's pretty it, yeah. funny. Okay. Um, it's sure. definitely a uh, uh, a laugh kind of superhero movie. It's just anything with you know people with British uh, accents to make me laugh. Just because the, the the everything they say is so different from us, and it just makes it makes me giggle. Um, nice. And it's it's it wouldn't be on Freeform for sure. It's definitely a lot more darker than that, uh, a little more adult, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but that's what I think. I think the problem was is they took too long getting going with this. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think they started out pretty strong. I mean, the the very first episode, episode and a half, I think were pretty strong. And yeah. then after that, it was like, like, what the hell is going on? Well, like, what's it's like, what's it's, the deal? Like, who's this voodoo person? Who's this? Right. What's going on here? Like I, I, it, the forced combination of cloak and dagger. It like seemed, at least in this series, I don't know how the comic was, but at least in this, it seemed very very forced. In the, so I, go ahead. In, um, well, I'll, the one example when it, when uh, Tyrone's dad takes him to meet with the Mardi Gras guys, yeah. the the Mardi Gras group, which right, the, and he goes in and it's like, here's the outfit that your brother was working on, and it's the striped cloak, and I'm like, all right, well, now we're getting down to it. He's got his costume. Yeah. Did he? He wore it. He, he barely. It once, did he? he didn't. I think he might have worn it once, but it was not. 
it never worked. It wasn't like working the way it worked yeah, in no, the comic. It, it didn't, really you know. Quick. And it's like, so what was, come on, let's get. He would like envelop it kind people of became, in yeah, it. Kind of, kind of its own life. Yeah, it and reminds me of Spawn, right? Spawn well, has that kinda, kind of. Like, yeah, I think yeah, it was that. the 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 final episode, episode ten, when finally his. You know, he was. I think they had changed. One, now he yeah. was wearing the wearing the other the hoodie. Uh, hoodie. Yeah, but then when the smoke kind of came out and got yeah. grabbed uh, the Connors, the, the the cop with the scar, and, and, and sucked like, him into sucked him. him in, and I was like, whoa! How come we didn't see this earlier? And that is the major power that he had before in the comics. Yeah. Is, is he has the the it's a opening to this dark dimension kind of thing, and and it and it sucks all the life out of people, and he feeds on people's life force, essentially. They didn't really touch on that, which they gave him more of this, like, oh, I can see your fears. He really can't do that in, in the comics. He can't see their fears. Um, basically, what happens is they, they end up in the dark dimension, and their fears come out, but he can't see them, necessarily. Yeah. That, and, and, and that, you're talking and it, about that power, and it sounds familiar of somebody else, like, that's like a common kind of power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, and, anyway, go ahead. But it, and, it, and it was so, but I mean, it was so dark, it would, like, suck the life force out of them, and, yeah. you know, the one thing I remember in the comics, and granted, it was 35 years ago now, um, is he would, like, envelop them in his cloak, Girl. and it, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. And it would like suck their life force out of yeah. them and like get all, you know, and they would end up like these, like, Zombie whatever you want, whatever you want, I'll do it for you. And then Dagger would have to come over and like use her light force to like keep them from dying. And, you know. Yeah, it, and that was the biggest thing is that where they, they had that, that need of each other is he he could feed on her light because yes. you know it, it was what he needed to sustain himself otherwise he started to go crazy because it was such a draw on him that he was so hungry for this life force now yeah. the same point with her is she almost would be overfilled with it so she would have to release it otherwise it kind of burned her up from the inside so they had this kind of need to be with each other and, yeah, and like a just, symbiosis. Yeah, almost. exactly. And so, where I'm not seeing that in the comic, and I think, or from the no. in the the, mo the show, not at all. Where that was such a pool in the comic was that they had to be part of each other's life, and, and they kind of became soulmates. But it was n a non-sexual, non like they were never together as a couple. They were always this kind of yin and yang of each other, and I think that worked so well in the comics, where they didn't really ever show that they needed each other in the this show and it just kind of it really ruined it and and just i don't know i, I mean I they kind of relied on each other i mean to some to some small degree they did rely on each other because you know they had that like i mean i was i'm saying very small like like tiny like almost degree. like in, yeah almost nothing because like didn't he go to her place and she had this like place yeah, when he took off, he he went to her place, kind of a thing. Oh yeah, he took over you her know. her church when she yeah, left. Yeah, when he had yeah, to run away. left or whatever. So they had some, you know, some sort of. Well, it kept pulling him. It kept pulling him to him, right? Yeah. He he would he would teleport because he didn't know how to control it, which is another one of his powers. Right. Um, was his teleportation, which was one of the coolest things in the very beginning. I actually liked the um, the origin story that they had with the rocks on. Uh, rig blowing up yeah, and, yeah. and I love yeah. how that all worked and the best part of that was she's in the water in the car and you see and it, it, I didn't even notice it the first time I watched I, I noticed it on this rewatch that 
he reaches through the kind of the smoke and grabs her hand and pulls her through and that's that's what saved her was like he was able to teleport her out of the car so that's the first instant but it was kind of like that he was drawn to her and i was like oh shit that makes so much sense i like that now if they would have taken that and then drawn more into the what was the comic book powers and them needing each other and figuring out a way to make that work where they were both on the run and all they had was each other i think it would have been a better story yeah you know, and get away from some of the fucking regular tropes we have in all these other shows. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's all the regular kind of stuff we did. So let me ask you guys this. With regards to Dagger, mm-hmm. like, when I when I read recaps and that kind of a thing, did she actually throw daggers? Like Yeah. Like I I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Like it didn't seem to me like they were daggers. Like I'm doing air quotes. I know it's a podcast. It doesn't help too much, but they didn't seem like daggers to me. Like I wasn't like, oh they're daggers. Oh, it's cloak and dagger kind of a yeah. thing or whatever. Well, that's, and all that. In the comics that that was a big part of her thing is is she literally threw these light daggers at people yeah. was was the main thing. And it was like where they they did touch on that a little bit in the show later on, like probably like episode nine and ten, where she kind of threw them a couple times. Yeah. Uh, this that was like her main thing. She was this, she was a ballerina, so she was very uh, agile and bounced oh. around and kind of was like a combat ninja with these throwing daggers. And she would like do this, and it was one of the cool things that they could do with the art. She'd make this big loop with her arm and just have these daggers flying out. So they, in, in essence, they were light daggers, but it could have just been the light itself formed where she kind of made them more solid in the show, which, you know, CGI, I get, you know, they had to have her holding something. She didn't really have the power, like, she wasn't cutting through steel with them like she was in the show. Um, and she definitely didn't have that, I'm going to touch you and get get to know what your fucking uh, joys and... Uh, right. Shit are, and then you know I'm gonna be an addict on it and steal them from you, kind of thing. That was a whole trope I, I, of its own. And I, off. I liked. I thought they had some good ideas there. I just thought it got all muddled with uh, where it went, and that's what it seems like. It seems like every writer tried to come up with something a little bit more solid, and ended up just muddying everything by the time you got to the end of it. I don't. I, I still have a hard time knowing exactly what their what their powers are in this in this TV iteration of of Cloak and Dagger because. It seemed to kind of go all over the place. Yeah. Well, they didn't have a big bad uh, really um, in it that that really stuck out. I mean, Roxon, which um, another interesting fact, Roxon is uh, one of the few things that's also actually shown through uh, not only the MCU movies, but a lot of the TV shows. It first showed up in oh, really? Iron Man 1, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's one of the f- few things that's been consistently uh, connected. It's, it's in the Loki t- TV show. Yeah, <laughs> it's in. Uh, there's. I feel so. I feel like a moron. I mean, quite frankly, because I pick up on. <laughs> I pick up on a lot of like. Literally, Kelly's like, "How did you pick up on that? How did you pick up on that?" And you're talking about this stuff. I'm like, Roxanne <laughs> to me was like, "What? What are you talking about?" Like, kind of. A yeah. Thing. Anyway, so it was in. It was in the first Iron Man, the 1980. Uh, 2008 uh, Iron Man movie. It was also a sponsor of the F1 race in Monaco and Iron Man 2. Um, it also had the, it was the big oil spill that they talked about in Iron Man 3. Um, it's been mentioned in, um, i trying to think of what, other, I think it was one of the big bads in Daredevil. I think the one of the companies they I were talking so, about yeah. was in there. That sounds um, familiar. It's definitely an Iron, or uh, Iron Fist, I believe, is one of the companies. Yeah. 
So it's been consistent. It was even in uh, Agents of Shield is another one where it showed up. So it's one of the full, and it's it's been a, a, a an MCU and Marvel um, bad guy. And you know it was it was why it has the close name to Exxon. You know, kind of surprised. <laughs> yeah. It's always been there as the representation of the big bad uh, corporate evil. So. I thought that was kind of cool that they made that the big bad. And I really, like I said, I, that was, to me, probably the best part of the entire season was the origin that they had, and then it just fell flat. Yeah. I do like the fact that they did have some other characters from from the actual comics in it. So Detective O'Reilly, who was uh, the, the, the female detective that was throughout the story, uh, she was in the original series as a detective from, I think it's... I think she was even in the um, the miniseries and then started up in the regular series, but was also killed um, in ep- uh, issue five and comes back as kind of like this green ghost uh, thing is uh, mayhem. And we get that a little bit at the end Very, where she yeah, crawls out of the water. Sure. Yeah. yeah, where she she looks back and she has the green eyes and stuff like that. So they, they did pull that from the comics, which is pretty cool. And then uh, it's also the um, priest. Um, uh, I can't, uh, Delgado. 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 Yeah. Father, Father yeah. Delgado, yeah. Father Delgado was also from the comics, and he had a much different role. He wasn't part of Tyrone's life necessarily. He, um, well, not only they, they, they weren't around where they grew up, but they came in as runaways, and they ha- they, they were able to stay in the church as a place to, to stay. But uh, Father Delgado had some... Um, seriously a uh, bad uh, taste in uh, what he was doing because he was trying to free Dagger from the cl- evil clutches of Cloak because he had a, a, a love interest in her. <laughs> so they, they kind of went, uh, he was not necessarily a good guy but not a bad guy in a way. It was, it was kind of weird. I didn't get deep into, I tried to read some of the issues but I didn't get far into it. I just, I heard that was some of the stuff. Um, but he, he had a big issue with Cloak because he was very demonic in the comics like the whole darkness and evil and stuff like that and the, and the father had an issue with it so i thought it was kind of cool though that they brought him in as a character you know at least to show reference to the comics um but that was pretty yeah. much it that they kind of pulled from the comics well and you talk about this a lot i think i think this series because at least to me it feels like there was a lot of um kind of backstory that maybe I didn't pick up on or whatever, but it feels like you would have had to read the comic to have understood. Mm. No, that's the thing is they didn't have enough oh, comic really? in this to, yeah. to everything they had well, that's, that comic related. They changed and fucking went a whole different direction. Yeah, like really? they were the the whole thing with like um I just her, felt the whole time like, the whole, like, the whole like thing I with, wish I would have read the comic so I could understand <laughs> what's going on. You would no, have been just I, I as think, confused. I was gonna say I think like the whole the whole um Roxon storyline with um, Ivan and his daughter and her yeah. that that was all made up whole yep. cloth. I mean they were they were I mean they had families in the comic but they were runaways. You never yep. saw their families, they never heard about their yeah. families. Yeah. They so just the, had each other. So uh, one of the things they kind of kept a little bit was was Tyrone minuscule backstory. So he uh, was uh, 
his his normal age, 17. He was also a big guy. He was he was a basketball phenom, um, but he had a, uh, a speech impediment. He he stuttered, and so it really kept him isolated. He felt like he couldn't talk because it was so bad. But he was this basketball just badass, which was another thing that bugged me was the actor that they he was just too small. They needed like a six foot four guy, minimum. Especially in like, high school. Yeah, well, I mean, this the kid, the guy that they he did a great job, incredible actor, um, and I'll go into some of the other stuff he did, but he's only like five eleven. He's shorter than me. This guy should have towered over hey, people. How tall are you? I'm like just under a hair under six foot. Like if I grew my hair, I'd be six foot. Really? So yeah. I've always thought you were shorter than me, and I'm like, I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, so uh, so that was one of the things is is he was supposed to be uh, he was this. He had the stutter. They, uh, the beginning of the comics, he, him and his friend are going from the basketball. They end up in a shop, and some guys kick out of the shop and end up shooting the, the shopkeeper. And they're standing there, and one of the guy, the guy that's with him, his his best friend Billy, which is what they uh, they named the brother. He's like, oh shit, we're gonna get blamed for this. Cops pull up. He runs. He gets shot because Tyrone can't tell them, hey, we didn't do anything because he's stuttering. Oh yeah, so and that's a, that's from the comic. But that's from the right. comics. Do you okay. think if they cast a taller actor, you would have been happier? I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, to me, that doesn't yes, stand I out. Doubt no, yes, no, I doubt it. I don't know. I would have. I think this had had issues, but to me, that's not one of them. Um, no. Well, okay. So, so the whole point to me, uh, and and I'm not saying that would have made me happier if they had the same story. If it was, but it would have looked more the part. For me, because the whole the whole premise in in the comics, when you watch every time they show Cloak and Dagger, Cloak is this menacing huge figure behind her that looks huge and looks menacing. Where she's kind of more in the in the front of her, as and it just like he's her protector. And it just was one of those things. Is it it had a big part of the comic books. So yes, from the comic book feels for me, yes, they needed a bigger. I I think in episode ten when he came out with all those you know tangled smoke webs or whatever to grab grab the the bad cop and pull him in that was that was a great attempt at trying to capture that and i think if they could have played a little bit more into that it that would have been a way of solving that i don't think you necessarily need to cast a a taller actor well if if you if you read the comics it might change your mind okay i'm not saying it it would for 100 percent, but it might um to to me ellen iverson was short (laughs) i I mean here's all right someone go nina I mean, if if they the the visuals that I remember from the comic, I mean that that was right. It was whenever you saw them together, it seemed like he was like this huge force of nature, and she was like tiny next to him. She was like a little yeah. doll, and like he would envelop her in the cloak, and like she, her head would like was under his chin. Like he was just huge. And so visually it was very, very interesting because he's in like this black, almost entirely black cloak. And, you know, he's dark skinned, obviously. And she's in this like white, almost, you know, like glowing um, leotard kind of thing. Yes. And vis- visually it was very striking. I mean, you can you can look up some of the art. However, they threw all that out the window in the show, anyway. Yeah, the way they so, portrayed so this character can, so, was much more so you're right. and, and So you're right. It doesn't really matter, but, you know, I wish well, they hadn't. Because <laughs> it, it, it looked so cool. Yeah. <laughs> they they kind of took, took the one, one of the really cool visuals 
out of the comic and, and just did not never used it. Right. I get that. Yeah. Well, to me, you got Freeform that's that's, you know, that that focuses mainly on kind of this young adult. Um, oh, Noah's holding up a picture for all our audiences to listen to. <laughs> um, just they, just go Google it, people. <laughs> Google images, cloak and dagger. They're, they're cool art. No, very I, cool. They have I, some of the greatest. I get that. I just, I just don't think they portrayed the character with that sort of menacing quality. I no, think. I don't. No, they didn't. I, that was the, all. I that was the I problem. I don't think they I would mean, have fixed it. He wasn't it menacing that. at all. He was, he was super soft, I but guess. I, I, and that's how yeah. they portrayed him. I don't think they would have fixed it by casting a taller actor if they were still portrayed no. it the same way. It, it's already they should have portrayed Luke Cage. I mean, if they portrayed the guy that plays Luke Cage as cloak i mean that would have made a much bigger impression what about it might what do you sure. think about the whole young adult approach to to comic books because what one thing i think this this series was missing out i mean I didn't tell that. me That's a great there point. was yeah. there was no there was no humor in any of this and is that no is that no, kind of catered towards that young adult angsty heavy drama everything's weighted well down with maybe issues. it's or you know, if you look at what's the what's the the werewolf and uh, and uh, Twilight. Twilight. Series, you know that's kind of that same sort of weighty, angsty young adult uh, drama, and you don't get much humor out of it. And well, I miss yeah. the humor. I miss a little bit. I've never seen. I've never seen a Twilight movie. Good uh, for you. Oh, oh, you're the first so one. lucky. I saw the first I envy you so much. I'm proud of that. <laughs> but I will say this. I feel like to have a successful Marvel movie or a Marvel series, you have to have a comedic component. Like, look at the ones we talk about that are our favorites. Look at the ones we love so much. Like Ant-Man. So much great comedy, right? Yeah. And, like, I think Iron Man has some great comedy. Um, just we talk about so much, even in you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, like the little like 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 little underhanded jabs that are funny and that kind of a thing. It's like yeah, those it are be the dark things comedy that we, too, but you, something that kind right, of right exactly. But you can't have. You're right. This is totally. I didn't consider that. And you're making. I mean, you make an amazing point that this is 100% like, like, yeah. They're trying to make it like. Not Twilight per se, but they're trying to make it. They're they're trying to make it a YA kind of a thing. Yeah. Because I mean, everybody yeah, in it. The teen one, not even yeah. like. A, I mean, a I can one. see. I I can see if you want to be angsty and dark because the comic is angsty and dark. But you really have to commit to being angsty and dark, and I don't think they went all the way there either. That's true. They, yeah, they didn't have you know, the menace. Though. It's like it's like if well, they had. And I'm, I'm saying you don't have to go all the way to the Punisher, but you could have been a lot. It could have been, oh, I mean, They could know. have made, they could have went cloak really dark. I mean, look at all yeah. the stuff they did touch on. I mean, they talked about well, look at this, the date look rape at drug. They talked about, you know, rape. Like they everything talked, that goes on you know, with him. I mean, it is, I mean, his, it, uh, sorry for not remembering this. It's his brother, right? His brother got killed. His brother gets shot, yeah. Yeah, his brother yeah. gets shot when he's a kid. Like, I mean, come on. It's like, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's... I mean, they could have went really dark, and that might have made it a better show. I, I think it, I, it, yeah. it, I think that it, I wish they would have. Might have. They really... could have made it worse. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I wish they would have encompassed the, the idea that the cloak and the powers that he had really fed on him and, and really yeah. started to kind of drive him insane is what it, it does in the in the comics. It, he really 
he has to struggle against the darkness all the time and that's literally and and the whole point of uh the comics is is uh the origin for them was is they were kidnapped and uh used as uh guinea pigs in a drug trial to find out if they could make a a cheaper more powerful heroin or something like that um, oh really and, yeah and so they escape and that's what triggers their powers is as they're escaping, oh. the powers kind of come out. So then they team up together because that's all they really have is the two of them together and, wow. and go after drug dealers. So that was the, the whole idea is, is he is so obsessed with punishing anybody who is a sinner. And I mean anybody. Like there's, there's a, there was a, an issue where they, they go into a porn, porn palace is what it's called. And like a guy's doing the peep show. And then they're they're there to rescue the girls, and they fucking just annihilate. They start annihilating these guys, and he's cloaks sucking in every little person he can. He's just, and she's and Dagger is like, hey, wait, 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 no, we got to see if we can redeem these people. And he's like, nope, fucking center, fuck them. And wow. he's like, you know, so it's like and, it sounds like seven. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's very dark. Which and, and you you should do that movie on this show. It's on. It's actually on the list here. Oh my god. I, I want to do. I I if it's on the list and I'm not included, <laughs> seriously, I'm done. <laughs> I have a huge list I just wrote today of of, of potential uh, show episodes. I know that um, movie really well, so probably so do I. I've watched really it well, you know, <laughs> dozen times, maybe yeah. more. I mean, it's. I don't think I've yeah. seen it a dozen, but I've seen it at least three or four. Yeah. I've probably so. seen it a dozen times. David yeah. Fincher, man, that's one of his best. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Anyway. So, so I mean, I think they could have gone with, with the darkness that they tried to go with in the, in the grittiness and in the, the real life, you know, issues that are out there. I think they could have gone with some of the grittiness and, and had him, you know, really gone that way and had her, you know, they almost, I think the problem was is they flipped the script on their attitudes and their backgrounds, which really went against their power set. Like he was supposed to be, you know, the real so, dark. Was he supposed that. to be for the broken family kind of a yeah. thing, and 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 she was supposed to be? Uh, for not him. necessarily a broken family, but like just a poor family. Not, you know, yeah. uh, he didn't really, and he had to run away because the stuff with the cops. Where she ran away from a rich mom that was kind of uh, uh, ignoring. Yeah, definitely her. different. I mean, I get that. Yeah, definitely different. I mean, so, he definitely came from a more affluent family, and she came from. Yeah, which is another which is another thing that, you know I I'm not gonna say I said it but I, some other judge people. Judge trailer trash, right? She's kind of trailer well, trash. Well, well, she chose to be that. I mean, it, she she had money. It was all taken away because of you know some corporate bullshit, and her mom became a druggie, and you know so there's a yeah. lot of issues. But yeah, you could say trailer trash. But I mean, there was also some people that called out the social bullshit that was you know said like, you know one. <laughs> One of the the IMDb reviews that I was like, oh, that's that's kind of crazy, is he calls out the whole point where you know they have uh, the the conversation and she's like, you know, I was really thinking about killing myself, and and instead of like talking her out of it, he's like, oh, you got it so fucking easy. Every time I walk out of the house, the whole world's trying to kill me. And it's like, look, dude, you go to a private school. Everybody at that private school is trying to kill you. You know, it's a it's kind of like. Oh. You know, I, I, I get agree. it. I, I didn't like that scene because it was too much social commentary. But I don't mind the fact that they kind of switch their 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 roles because you do. I mean, especially in kind of older over, older television, it was very typical that you know the you know someone who was more racially diverse was from a broken family and someone who was white you know was from a privileged family. So and so, so I don't mind that they reverse it. I wish they did a better job trying to draw the same characteristics out of the characters to 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 feed into their powers and I don't think they yeah. did that. 
but, so here's but my, I don't like the social commentary either. That's here was my opinion on it, and, and this is just mine, not of anybody else on this podcast. Uh, I think the reason that they changed the background and they changed the way that they are is because you couldn't have put cloak as a black man on tv with everything the way an angry black man that you know all this stuff and people would 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 have problems with that like oh you're just portraying him as an angry black man and oh, why is the black man always got the problem and she's the perfect you know white girl so it's kind of like one of those like oh we can't do that so well, they've been doing they, it for the last 50 years so i don't know why they couldn't have continued to do it i think the fact that you swap but that's probably kind of but that's what i mean is there new i mean well, and, I, and I think you see that every day now. You don't see that every day now. You don't. You, they you don't. saw it always that way before, though. And so the fact that they're and they're, they're trying to mix it up. No, and I'll, and I, I will. Say, I know. I'm saying before. I'm saying back in the '80s and, and before. But but I'm saying the fact that they're mixing it up. There's. I don't. That doesn't bother me. Uh, if you know, if if their entire motivation uh, is is to try to make social commentary, that's when sometimes it. it it bugs me a little bit, but but to try to mix the script up a little bit, I didn't have a problem I, with it. I, I like just that. don't think they did a good job with yeah. with following I, through. I absolutely agree with that. I don't think they did. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and, and I was gonna say, and and Marvel comics, um, <laughs> especially when you go back to like the '60s and '70s, there was a lot of similar origin stories to a mm. lot of the characters. Like <laughs> all seriously, like all the black characters were grew up in the ghetto and we're yeah. in gangs and it's like yeah. Sam was in a gang you know you know everybody everybody and I Speaking think of Sam how excited is that text I sent out to everybody I you I'm know I, excited I knew that it was going to happen before before you sent it out but I'm, I'm glad that they kind of officially put it out there that he, he is definitely I I knew he was going to be the new Captain America 100% so by the way for the listeners the text I sent out was about uh, Don that- Mac Don Cheadle. Uh, uh, not John Cheadle. <laughs> Fuck, I wish John Cheadle. God Mackie. damn. Mackie. Anyway, Anthony Mackie being yeah. the new Captain America. Anyway, go ahead. Well, he signed for Captain America 4 movie. The he, movie, he, right. He, yeah. So, no, we all knew right. he was going to be the new Captain America. Have you guys seen the What If series yet? Yes. I. Oh, it's man. really good. It's what? really good. Oh, so Marvel. It's, send me a link. Somebody send me a link. Me. The trailer bugged me. Disney, like was, Disney has a new what if. Towards, send me a link. Towards, towards, you know, everyone's dream. And, and it, well, okay, so the, the first one they on, released, the first one they released, Disney Plus has a what if series, and it's, it's literally what if. So the whole idea is that oh. what if Peggy Carter was became Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? Oh, I gotcha. And they did an incredible job. Oh, I love job that kind of stuff. One. Love it, you, you would you would dig this. It's animated, but the animation's yeah. really beautiful. And they get all nice. the, the voice actors and stuff. I think it was it That's was awesome. done really well. There's, yeah. I don't know how many are planned. I think uh, there's five or six. I want to say ten, something like that. Um, I know the second one's out, and it's uh, what if T'Challa was uh, kidnapped and and became Quill um, or Star Lord. Star Lord. Yeah. So uh, I haven't watched that one yet. I'm to revisit my whole. I I mean I it bugs me watching the trailer enough to where the trailer not, doesn't do it doesn't I, do it justice. No, but something about the whole premise of them trying to revisit their past and rewrite the scripts uh, to cater to audiences bugs me, and I have to try to figure out how to articulate that better. Uh, so, but so, go on. So, go on. So, <laughs> so let me let me. I'm going to diverge real quick since we're talking about the sort of like alternate universes. There's a there's a series on I think it's Yahoo or maybe the NFL Network I don't know which one it is <laughs> anyway it's um, the NFL like what happens if somebody got drafted and 
Oh, to a different team? I, I don't know. Steve, you're not a big NFL fan. I don't know what it is. And Nina, you're probably a pretty big NFL fan. But what happens if something different happened? What if the tuck roll didn't happen? What if this didn't happen? What if that didn't happen? So <laughs> look up NFL. Like, that's a very interesting, like, yeah. anyway. Go I, heard a, I heard a really cool comment. Stay on that same the same tangent is um, from uh, the Avengers uh podcast which is an mcu they do they were talking about the what if series and uh one of them is a teacher and she was talking about this is what kids do all the fucking time what if what her, her main example is what if a shark comes out of the floor right now and eats me you know it's this is like what if what if shit was different like what would be the you know what would be the cause right. of, and and i think it's a great idea to your point steve i don't think they're going back and looking at um fanboys and girls like oh this is how it should be they're going back and saying um this this is all based off comic book too there there is a what if comic so it's not just fan based oh, oh there is just, yes oh yeah, yeah. it's okay. been it's been running for like 40 years there's there's oh, wow. hundreds yeah. of them yeah okay, anyway yeah. go ahead sorry so, so it's not just based on fanboy and fangirl kind of fiction like we're not going to get like oh what if bucky and steve hooked up no we're not going to get some shit like that trust me <laughs> no <laughs> You know, which is one I heard, and I was like, uh, I swear to God, I'll cancel fucking Disney. You do that with the that. fan fiction. That's <laughs> where, yeah, they need to start. It won't, yeah. that, they're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and for people that are into Disney, that, that's Disney's fine. Disney's not doing that. <laughs> no, that's, and, and if that's what you want, you're fine. I, I got I got some fan fiction I'm into that I'm not going to speak I, about, but I'm just saying, they, I get, they do some cool stuff. you and Black Widow. I mean, I'm just saying. What I get tired of. Why is that fan fiction? I get tired of the lack of originality in Hollywood, and I think you know people are afraid to put out new product that doesn't have a built-in yeah. fan base because it's too much of a risk and so you end what? up with them revisiting all, everything and so to me this is just the ultimate revisiting of marvel and so from that standpoint it bothers me uh i like to see new stuff give it, uh so, so yeah give it a shot i'm jumping to, it's, to it's, my own it's half an, the yeah. episodes are half an hour they really move along yeah. it's um, I, I watched the second episode today with with Claire and my husband and it which is you know what if uh, you know Chala. what if Yondu kidnapped oh. T'Challa yeah. instead and, and he became Star-Lord and it is so full of funny surprises okay. just it, to me it I looked great. at that one and I wasn't as excited as I was as Peggy Carter being Captain America I'm, you know, I, I I'm telling. I, I was. That would be I, awesome. What if I, Cloak and Dagger happened and they introduced Star Lord into there to have a little bit of of, of comic relief to go along with the series? Maybe <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh come on, yeah, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> he, he comes down and like blasts them while they're playing basketball. That would so, be perfect. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. You talk about the comic relief. The one comic relief in the series that I really enjoyed was the sort of timeline the 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 time loop thing the the groundhog day episode where they get trapped yeah in the, the groundhog yeah. day that episode. wasn't really funny like, that was just kind of that was like the star trek i, episode. I okay every, there, every i actually found every star funny. trek series i actually found it like funny that, right? okay well i mean it's it's i i don't know groundhog day another one if you we guys did, don't do groundhog did. day i'm gonna say this <laughs> if you don't do groundhog day that's another one you should do because and if i'm not on that one i'll also me, murder you me, but don't get me here. wrong but um it's it's uh yeah no it's it's those those kinds of scenarios 
like just they blow my mind because they like I'm thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and that's the same thing with this. Yeah. It's like I, that are was, they gonna do it? Are they I gonna agree. that like, was a fun one? Know, that was that might have been the best episode of the whole series. But it was a one-off. It was its own. It was its own. Right. It, it, unfortunately, yes, it was. Um. Yeah, and how did that end up? What did he end up doing? They ended up. Uh, Oh, she, I liked it how she even got trapped. He he stepped yeah. out of the of of the. And they were arguing and just like the one the two whole three, thing. and he's the one that leaves, and then he goes back yeah. in just like a few seconds later, and she's already right. kind of almost gone insane. Um, yeah, that was good writing. No, I just no. I just I thought that might have been the best episode of the whole series. But do you I ever mean, watch? Right. Do you ever watch the the Star Trek spinoffs? You know they have all of them, and every, you know it's usually about season two or season three that you get the Groundhog Day episode, like where they they all have yeah. to kind of, and it's the same sort of episode like this. It's like it's like let's come up with a a, a time well, time travel story was, or, 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 or a time. Let me ask you this. You, you guys didn't gonna, make. You guys didn't make it to season seven, but there's an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that does this. No, there you go. Oh, <laughs> no, I certainly did not, thank God. But um, It's almost like jumping this. the shark a little bit. But, uh, but So uh, I'm going to ask you this, Steve. More, yeah, go ahead. Since you're throwing the Star Trek thing out there, I've watched um, Next Generation three times. Uh-huh. I'm not recalling that they did that on, on Next Generation. Oh, sure they did. Uh, yes. I, I I can't recall, but I absolutely know they did a they did a time loop one where everything changed a little bit, and it was they had to program data with the, yeah it was uh, in the holodeck and and I think, I think he was able to read the number of stars on Riker's uh, uh, I can't remember now <laughs> uh, this this is a while ago I'll have to go so no so that's our next one after we're done with uh, MCU <laughs> we'll do next generation right oh man it was the it's one where great. The, the, I think so the the Enterprise came out of the uh, the quantum tunnel and exploded there was a big explosion and then it kept oh itself. no you're right yeah 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 you're Thank right you. you're right I give you that yes. <laughs> Yes, you're right. I'll give you the thumbs up on that one. <laughs> so I'm going to be with Bo a little bit on this. There was a little bit of comedy in it, but it was with the father, the um, Ivan, or what was that? Was the Who's main father? the Which main one? Tyrone's father? Or no, no, the, uh, no, no. The... Um, the... Oh, father Delgado. The Asian... No, no, no. The guy no, that, no, was, no, the the guy that had to save from the, uh, the explosion. The, the guy for, the guy from Roxxon, the okay. Asian yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Where they had to go in and, and get him to realize that it was all a loop because of the cookies right. and his daughter right. and stuff right. like that. Right. So there was a little bit of comedy with him, but it was just one episode. Him. Just what, the one episode. What comedy are you referring to? Because we were just talking about that episode for a while. Yeah, so you, well, I know. Yeah, so, I, yeah I, I'm jumping in now because I was letting you guys argue. Well, I know you were on. <laughs> <drink. laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, we understand. But what, what's the comic element? Well, just his reaction to some of it and the stuff he was saying, like, oh, it's a tie game. It's something, something that's, you know, like 685 yeah. to 8, you know, 685. Right. And he had a little bit of comedy in him. He was, like, a li- yeah, comes- well, he was a little bit insane. He'd been stuck there. So, right. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine putting yourself, I mean, a lot. But that, to Steve's, or uh, to Bo's point, though, that was the little bit of comedy that and was in there. Didn't you get that- a little bit of relief when that episode happened because yes, of the. Absolutely. Because, and and be, one thing it was because it was a fun episode, but also his. I hated that episode. Oh, did you? Oh, you hated that episode. I did not like that. I think it was the best episode. I, I mean, you weren't here, of course, but I think that was the best episode (laughs) of the whole series. I, I did not actually like that episode. Did Um, you think it jumped the shark? I just was bored. (laughs) 
Okay. I, I literally was like, okay, you guys are going to do the same thing. And then I got tired of her talking on the phone with her dad. And it just, it just drug out. I mean, it, well, so the whole fucking series, yeah, the whole series, right. right. Like, you're saying like, you're saying like it was solid until that episode. Like, no, no, miserable the whole time. <laughs> no, it was, it was kind of dragging. And then it hit a slick spot and just stuck and didn't go forward. I actually I enjoyed it. Well, I think this one was wait, a, say a, that level, again? a level up. Like the whole thing was dragging. It hit a slick spot. It hit a slick stuck? spot and just stayed where it was. Like, <laughs> okay. it kind of spun out, and then so it started when you're dragging running some more. and you can't move because it's slick. I, th I think I know what you were going with, Bo. You thought okay. a slick spot, that means you slide, but he was saying stuck. But if you try to run on a slick spot, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. That was, that so was, I got that, you. That was okay. the metaphor that you know, I was going for. <laughs> I see. Okay. I, I just, I, I really liked, I liked that they got to go in together with the daughter, and, like, she had some comedy, too. Like, you know, the whole Easy Bake Oven, and she had, she yeah. just had a, she had a personality that was enjoyable to be around, where the rest of them was like, oh, fuck, I gotta listen to you talk again. Like, there's very few personalities in this whole series where you're like, you know what? I want to hang out with that person. Oh They're my gosh, kind of the fun. voodoo, the voodoo mom, she just had like one one tone to everything she spoke, one expression. It was flat, and every time she was on screen, I just kind of had. It's like, oh my gosh, could they could they have cast someone with a little bit more? Uh, uh, yeah, like a, she was like pretty maybe bad. Maybe one more uh, note that she could kind of fluctuate between, rather than. Not that I want to uh, entice anybody to watch this season two, but in season two she does get a little better. Okay. That. Well, I liked her daughter, <laughs> her, her, her uh, niece. She had a the little girlfriend bit. Girlfriend was I, a little bit, or at least she was a little ideally good. Like but, uh, so, the, the the main people that I enjoyed in this was was the the lawyers suitor of the of uh, Tandy's mom who who ended up getting killed right he was he was one of the good guys that it was like oh this guy's kind of fun I, I could just be being around like he had some redeeming qualities the boyfriend that that Tandy kind of abandoned uh you know when she first left town and then later coming back and and got you know out of jail although I don't know why he couldn't have got a bail bond to get out but you know <laughs> that that is what it is um but yeah, there wasn't a lot. There's there's not a lot of personality in a lot of the characters. I thought Father Delgado had some potential, but I did. He did. I, but he kind of had some mixed too. messaging with some of his dialogue. Um, I so liked, here's an interesting. I liked yeah. how they had the, the where he was running the class. I thought they were onto something when he was running the class, oh. talking about a hero. Uh, right. And, but but I don't think it ever delivered. I don't think it ever quite worked. <laughs> but it was it was potential. Uh, it had good potential yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. Here, here was a question that came up on one of the other podcasts. Is, is it okay for a uh, priest to be dressing in front of a full-grown uh, male student? You know, like, we get the first the first uh, introduction to him, and he's like, he's got his wife beater on, and he's like, you know, he's got all his tats and stuff, and he's like, he's putting on his, his shirt and stuff like that while he's talking to Tyrone. So I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't see an issue with it. But just someone brought that up. Like, is that really a good message to be having a grown priest dressing in front of a... Like, I mean, he wasn't naked or anything. He was, no, he was, I know. It was, you know... I think was, what they were trying to do was show out that... out of the realm of possibility, though? <laughs> I, I We never know what happened before that. But I just thought it was one of those... Like, I think they were trying to show that Delgado had some... some uh, Street cred? You know, past. Yeah, you know, yeah. he has the tats and stuff like that. Which was another well, I mean, one... 
I mean, that's a that's a trope too. The uh, the kind of street smart priest, you know. Yeah. The, so. Oh, they hit all the tropes. They they didn't shy away from any fucking tropes and didn't create any new ones for sure. Um, <laughs> the other one about Father Degato, which I didn't understand until someone mentioned it. Like he's in the he's in the liquor store and there's the lady that's on the phone and looks back at him and couldn't find her twenty dollar bill or whatever, and and Father Degato's behind him with a uh, bag of bread. And then when she leaves, he goes, oh, he puts it down and then gets a bottle of whatever alcohol. Uh, for, for me, when I was looking at that, I, I, when I first watched it, I was kind of like, oh, he just got tired of what was going on in front of him. And it just kind of like got to him and he just he was there to get bread. And he said, fuck it, I'm going to get some alcohol. Other people were saying that, no, it was like he was hiding that he was buying the that's alcohol. The I, that's the way I read it. Okay. Like he was hiding it. Yeah. He Which I, I I wish that wasn't what they did with him. Um, I don't remember if anything happens with him in season two, but um, I know he he does play a big part in the comics. Um, oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually is in quite a few of them, I believe, for a, a long time. And then something happens where he's really trying to separate Cloak from Dagger because he believes Dagger is uh, is demonic and is his darkness and stuff like that but like i said he also has a side to him that's really not not a good look on the on the church uh with his uh, affections towards dagger which i mean she's always around him with a leotard that basically is exposing the top of her breast so i can't i can't deny the guy he's like you know i mean she's always dancing around <laughs> I'm him like fine that. with that i wish she would have <laughs> worn that more often in the series quite right frankly. <laughs> So another another uh, uh, issue, not mine, not mine. Someone else brought it up in a podcast, which I have to say, this was hard to find podcasts talking about this. There was very few, and there was very few. Really? Of the few that were out there, there was a few of them I just couldn't even list to. I was like, no, no, this is bad. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Um, we're going to be the, we're going to be the, uh, what do you call it? We're going to be the, uh, the, the undeniably quantifiable best <laughs> podcast talking about this because we're going to talk about it for... <laughs> over two hours <laughs> there's actually there's actually two different ones that did episode by episode no recaps yeah <laughs> um, those poor people yeah those poor no. miserable people here's the thing one of them they could not <laughs> talk about how much they love this now granted they could I'm gonna not say talk that about, wait what they could no, they could not shut up about it? how okay. much they love this oh my god it's so bad what is the rating it, on rotten tomatoes like an 89 percent or something no oh, it's a, great... a 6.7 no. Uh, oh, on, on 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 IMDb, it's like a six seven, which I don't I don't understand their math because there's a hell of a lot of ones in there, but um, it's very low compared to most. No, I, well, okay, I'm gonna I'm bringing it up because I I read something that it was a lot higher. Um, no, you're wrong. <laughs> IMDb is a six point seven. No, I'm not looking at IMDb. I'm looking at the. Well, you should because that's tomato that's, meter. Six point seven is pretty high. Cloak and Dagger on the tomato meter is an eighty-seven percent. Yeah, they're fucking no. horrible. That's horrible. Yep. I know. No. Fuck. So, anyways, the the, the one that I was listening to, I okay. So the, the I've lost my faith in humanity. Eighty-nine percent yeah. for season one, eighty-six percent for season two. So. What? So the the one that did the whole after effect <sighs> was literally probably, yeah, I think it was three girls and a gay guy that were all probably in their early twenties at the most. So it's they may have a whole different look on it on us. So I'll, I'll but I, I just Kelly, couldn't. Kelly, you have I, to ask, or not Kelly, sorry, Nina, you have to ask uh, Claire. 
maybe it's the age player yeah i mean it's catering have her watch it the, the what the 15 to 34 year olds maybe uh maybe they fit right into that young I, adult category maybe i, I, I think don't it's know. i think it, here's the thing i think it's a little too some of the subject matter is a little too mature for her you i think, think so oh yeah like i don't, she's seen I don't all has she seen all the marvel stuff this she's is pretty dark the, compared to a lot of the She's seen the movies. Stuff. She had. We haven't let her watch the TV shows. Have she seen Loki? Yes. This is darker than Loki. Winter Soldier. Yes. And you think this is too? Show me well, one I mean, of those. That, we'll talk that about have this later. Use. This is nice. Direct I mean, drug use. The, the direct the, drug use. The, the drug use thing bug. I don't want her to see and. The yeah, rape. Sorry. The date rape. Yeah. The, the date rape. Well, and, the and, and, yeah, and the date. Don't rape. let her come to our house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Is, I'm just trying to figure I'm out which joking. one you're talking about. Day rape drug or... <laughs> no day rape drug. No, definitely not that. No. She is, you don't she have is, to rape me, bro. She is very upset by the Thank idea. Thank you. I, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you this. She is very upset by the idea that I might drink too much when I do these podcasts. <laughs> She, she, she's because I don't. Here's the thing: I don't usually drink, and then I'll be like, "Oh," and I'm and I'm getting these, and I'm mixing it together, and she's like, "She's like, oh, you shouldn't drink like that." I'm like, "Sweetie, it's one drink. It's not. <laughs> or, I'm not getting drunk. It's fine." Uh, you're but, not doing a podcast with all four of us together, then. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I can't say that I have never got really drunk on one of these podcasts, but I usually don't get too. Sure, drunk. you have. We all. No, I didn't. I didn't say I haven't. I'm just saying I don't on all of them. Oh, not on all of them. Yeah, no, no, not I, all. Some of them I've gotten. I'm like walk away going, "Well, what the hell did I just say for the last hour?" I, I listen to it sometimes. <laughs> I listen to the podcast the next day. I'm like, "Oh, geez." Yeah, yeah, I don't really <laughs> um, so one of the other interesting things that came up, like, how many of you are 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 just um, when you look at like the character casting for the kid to the adult or, or te older teen version of Tandy and Tyrone think they did a good job I, oh I think they did I think they were fine it's 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 hard to it's hard to cast real little kids because mm -hmm. it's I mean it's such a tough business I mean I always right. hate to see little little kids yeah, I thought, the, I thought the kids did great. I, I don't have. But, a yeah, I think they the did kids. a. I think they did a fine job. Yeah. I was just curious. But, no, it's 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 always super tough, right? I mean, I, to to I think what Nina was going to say, and I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but like you're trying to like like do it one right after the other, so it's like you you're trying to find two people one that can act, and two that look enough alike. That you think it's the same person like 10 years later or something like that. I, so I, I it's super hard. I will say the MCU in general is great at finding <clears throat> at finding child actors to play the younger version. This versions. is not the MCU. This is <laughs> well, technically. This is like MCU adjacent, quite frankly. Like, <laughs> I was going to say light. Like yeah. we since since we've been staying since we've been staying at the hotel, I've. I've been taking my. I took our DVD player and a bunch of and all of our Marvel DVDs. So Claire's been watching her favorite ones over and over, nice. and um, I have to say, I am. Every time she watches Infinity War, I am so taken with the little girl that they got to play, Child Gamora. Oh, oh right, right. She, one, yeah. she looks. She looks exactly like a, yeah. a little mini Makeup version. Makeup helps with that a little bit. 
Yeah, it does. But well, and she's yeah. she's also she's and also CGI probably. Probably, but she's but she's also she's wonderful. She just yeah. has, does such a beautiful job. But you you, so, also, you also wonder how many what for a casting call for a young for a young Tandy or a young uh, Tyrone versus a casting call for for a young uh, Gamora. Um, yeah, with the amount of budget, they're probably just looking at a handful of people for the for so the, the TV freeform television show the reason, versus Marvel. Yeah, the reason yeah. I bring it up is is I I think the Tandy. Uh, old and new look great i thought that i thought she was uh right on uh the young tyrone to the older tyrone didn't really hit just right there's there's a skin tone difference that's pretty evident that i even noticed and then one of the other podcasts i listened to was was a majority um of uh, black podcasters that were talking about it and and they were just railing on it like like saying oh my god he's not even close doesn't look the same the same tone nothing and so what i found out was that um in the early casting um there was uh noah gray cabby was was actually one of the people they had had tagged to be tyrone who i don't know if you guys ever watched heroes oh yes oh yes he was the young which um, kelly thinks is the worst series ever in it was history. great until a point, and then it jumped yes. the shark so bad. But, but the first couple seasons are great. Well, the I, same, I the one who created this series also was was yeah. involved in Heroes. So. Heroes is is He's so good I for a while. So great for so long. Yeah, I've, he was. I met, met one of the actors. I'm just brag here. I met <laughs> one brag. of the humble bragging. Humble brag. Not even humble bragging. This is straight <laughs> up bragging. I met uh, Pruitt Taylor Vince who. Uh, is one of the actors heroes is one of the things he's been on he's one of those hey it's that guy you have seen him he's like a kind of a bald um, what's his name Pruitt Taylor Vince oh yeah it's and we met him at a convention and he actually um, friend requested me on Facebook afterwards nice so, That's so we're like so we're like Facebook friends now and I'm like I'm That's like, cool. Wow, dude, you don't have to be my friend. You're famous, but here he is. Oh, that guy. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's um, great. He's he's wonderful. Also, he's he's a he he uh, the charity convention that we do every year. He's very active in. So. That's pretty cool. He's wonderful. But anyway, but it, sorry. Go ahead. It, so it was <laughs> Noah Noah Gray Gabby um, Cabby. He was he was the one young Micah. He was supposed to be Tyrone. He was the one they wanted originally. Oh, and, okay. Um, when you look at young Tyrone and him, you're like, okay, I can see that. So I think the young Tyrone got cast early and then thinking that, that he was going to be the one and and it would have fit 100% perfect. Then uh, I guess it was like at the last, like within three days of like filming starting, they they actually cast um, Aubrey, Aubrey, who was uh, who ended up playing uh, Cloak, Aubrey Joseph. He's the kid that ended up playing. So I think it was one of those is like, Originally, they had it just spot on, and then they changed changed who was going to be Cloak, and it, it changed, and which I, I was like, okay, then now it makes more sense. Because I was looking at that, too, and I go, like, this kid does not like anything. I remember back in early early uh, 2001 when uh, Attack of the Clones came out, and they had cast Hayden Christensen as the new, the new Anakin Skywalker, and they had the boy, uh, I can't remember his name, but from, from the Phantom Menace, and... And they actually posted on StarWars.com a morphing image of, you know, the, the original actor kind of morphing into Hayden, Hayden Christensen, just, I think, to try to 
head off a lot of the people that said, hey, that doesn't look like the same same kid from Phantom Menace. Um, maybe they should have done that for this too. Just kind of like done a little well, morphing thing to I, make it show like, oh, here's how an aging process could theoretically look and why you just kind of go, okay, I guess. I mean, I, <laughs> but, but it's funny when you say like that they had to recast it at the, I mean, at three days, that's basically last minute. Yeah. And I wonder how much that changed of a lot of stuff. This, I, I don't you know. know. I just, I mean, that's just did, one of the things I read and heard and stuff like that. Yeah. Was this, and, was this and, Noah guy taller? No, actually, he wasn't. Okay. Well, he, 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 I think he's the same height. I think they're both 5'11". Uh, but he um, he looked a lot 5'11 like, plus, Noah. 5'11 plus, come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he looked definitely like a grown-up version of the young the young kid. And I had written his name down earlier, but... Um, if when you put the two together, you're like, okay, I can see where that goes, and and the only reason I, I mean, I noticed it too, and I was like, ah, oh, they just don't look, and it's, it has a lot to do with skin tone. I mean, uh, Aubrey Joff, Joseph is a lot darker. He's he's a uh, he just has a different facial feature too. It's like the young the younger kid is more of a rounded feature, where Aubrey's more of a kind of a long oval, but. I wasn't the only yeah, one that noticed it. I just was, was like, hmm. I just thought I'd bring it up, and I thought that was interesting. It's fucking uh, Hollywood. I mean, or Hollywood <laughs> or Toronto or, you right. know, who knows where they film things these days, right? This one was filmed Atlanta. in New Orleans. This was filmed in New Orleans. Yep. And somewhere <laughs> else. I'm sure everything was not filmed in New Orleans. Um, so what I what I heard was is a lot of it was because of tax breaks, and then that's oh. why they decided to go. Well, that's why Atlanta, like, so that's so much. It's like that's why so many things are done in Canada and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, they're done outside of Hollywood because tax breaks. Hollywood sucks too. There's Hollywood. no room to film there. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I just thought that was kind of an interesting. I, I thought I'd get your guys' take on it. Um, one of the cool things about Aubrey Joseph is uh, he's in a. An incredible actor. Um, I think the script hurt him in this one. I, I I think he himself did great with what he did. I just don't think the script was written well for him. But one of the cool things is is there's uh there's at least twice I believe in there where he's actually singing. Um, like he's a like, rapper. Yeah, he's like a rapper, isn't he? Um, no, he's like classically trained. Like he was doing some of the choir stuff, and then there's a song I think in episode nine or 10 where he's actually singing. Um, and it's like, it's not even him showing him doing stuff, but it's just him singing. And I was, I was like, oh shit, I could tell it's his voice just from watching the show. Cause I binged most of this over like two or three days, which is mentally wore me down. But <laughs> I, I agree that he had a good performance, but I do think it suffered in that it was just the same thing over and over again because the script didn't help, help his character evolve anywhere. Yeah. Just, Kind of and the yeah. directing, I don't think, really did them any justice either. I, I think they, they, whatever they were looking for was not, not enough it to wasn't, really bring the I mean, in. Oh. Visually, it wasn't as interesting as it could have been. Like I said, I keep, I keep going back to the. I know <laughs> I shouldn't compare this to the movies, but one of the things I love about, and I've said this before compared on the show, to TV, compared to another TV series, because this is definitely not one of the best. Compared TV to series. Loki. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the what the thing I love about the movies is they kind of have the aesthetic of the comics, you know, like the the bright colors and the kind of the it, boldness. And you think this, it did? No, no, I'm saying no. No, I'm saying this okay, didn't. Sorry. This didn't. And I mean, that's the one thing I remember most about the comics. I I don't remember the storylines that clearly, but. 
I remember the visuals and how striking yeah. they were. Well, they, they were very and, strong with their visuals and very strong with their um, message of what was going on too. And they, and this just this just looked like the same old same. You know, we're filming in a warehouse that's supposed like to be a, a like church. A, yeah, like a teen, yeah, it's, teen drama on TV, you know. But yeah. Melrose like Place. Gossip Girl there's, with There's Powell. a storm yeah, here right. in case you guys... There's a storm here, by the way, in case you guys hear thunder. Oh, is that what that was? I was like... Yeah. I thought that was that's boat yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's crazy. We, I, I would love for a storm here right now. God, I would love for a rainstorm. Yeah, we've, we've had... It's been a pretty stormy summer here. We've been so dry, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Um, yeah, I mean... Of all the of all the actors in this, I think they did pretty well. I think the biggest problem was the was the script. Um, there was also like some some the action that we did get was kind of low budget action, like you know. I know they broke out the zombies at the end, and that just yeah. seemed very and that cheesy. Was and exactly, and, and you know, it's like they did it on the Universal Studios lot. It kind of felt that way, like oh, you guys just run towards the camera. <laughs> oh, and it was so bad too, like the. It, yeah, it was it was really kind of yeah. I mean, and every time they had a chance to do something sort of interesting, they just never. I'm going to go back to the the Mardi Gras crew. I mean, they had a they had a chance to have like this whole interesting storyline, and and it was just like now it's eight guys in what appears to be a garage, <laughs> you know, and it's like that was the one thing that they you know, did it, do in this series that was cool is they kind of gave the uh history and and feel of um authentic new orleans right with some of the yeah like, like those guys in the voodoo stuff that was the only i think they that's tried the only real... to they tried to but they tried it to seem like i don't it got tripped up after again i don't i don't think they went far enough i don't think they got well, that's, deeply it, into it yeah you well, know? i think they were sprinkling it in i don't think they were trying to make yeah. it too, but i mean they added they could have done none of that and i mean the story would have been the same but they, i mean they, they added I mean, some of that that was kind of like i like the voodoo side of it the story yeah i actually that was one of my favorite parts was the whole story of how uh, New Orleans was a turbulence time and they were saved by a pair over and over again and they kind of went through the story where they showed the two little kids which was fucking gut-riching a little bit like watching the little girl walk into the water that was rough the yeah. two brothers that shot them shot each other and uh, and so on and so forth that was kind of cool because it kind of gave an idea and they you know but yeah that that to me was it was a little bit that they sprinkled in there that i thought was interesting but yeah they could have went deeper into it i just uh, I, but that would have I taken think, away from more of the story that they didn't even give us i, th I think they, that kind of sums up the whole show now that i think about it it's <laughs> like they never really they never really committed to one thing they it never took it wasn't they, cohesive it was a bunch of they, they could like they, yeah they it's like they they tried a bunch of different stuff and nothing really took i think they should have picked something and just like really gone for it you know and and like even if that's something wrapped, was like a wrapped style the whole, where you just kind of gravitate yeah, towards the style or something of, something yeah. yeah like well like the like noah was saying about the um you know the, the whole voodoo story that was kind of like here and there they could have wrapped the whole season around that story and had like themes the theme of that be the center point of the 
the series and they didn't even do that. Which means you need to have someone at the helm with the, the kind of the overarching vision. And that's something yeah. I didn't get a sense that that was the case. This just seemed like yeah. they, no. they would tag yeah. some writers to try to put it together. Totally agree. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, I mean, this was the same, we said the same thing about Iron Fist. I think when, yeah. I think if you don't have a strong, if you don't have a strong leader, strong vision for the for the show it's it's just kind of kind of lay there you know like i don't know the hollywood terms but it seems like if you don't have a good showrunner i guess yeah like it seems like there was no good showrunner for this it was like they just like it was just all very i don't know well every Ed episode Han- felt like it had a different sort of feel to it so ed hannigan and and bill uh Mantelo were were based uh, or they say they're on 20 episodes and I think those were the comic book people um, and then Joe Pulowski is in uh, was the main guy who wrote also for the 12 television titles so gotcha. they had one direct one person writing for 12 or 20 of them but that was it the rest it looks like 11 11 here Six, six. So not not consistent with the writers. So that might be part of it too. Joe Pekaski is the was the one who came from Heroes, and it looks like he was the the main producer of the whole thing. And he did write. He did have. It a, says on. He, he was it says twenty episodes. Well, it's very interesting because it definitely has a Heroes feel to it, like in a in a later season kind of like <laughs> yeah like, you mean when it went when it all shitty <laughs> when it all went shitty yeah i mean i definitely like see the connection to that that makes a lot of sense to me it does it does um i'm not sure how much we should drag out because i i have the feeling that we're all i don't think much book. more quite frankly i mean <laughs> no <laughs> well i mean so uh, this is one I of think the we've things beaten this dead horse enough <laughs> yeah right uh, yeah no really it's one of those things is it had such potential and I know for the comic book fans because uh, I know Cloak and Dagger um, comic book fans really were looking forward to this because it's one of those they're, the they're one of, just kidding hey one of them sitting uh, here two of them two, <laughs> Maybe two. two of them yeah so there's um, six people I think, I, think there, <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that really like Cloak and Dagger as comic book characters and we we were excited to see this come out and and this is another thing that someone brought up is this is one of those shows that didn't get the publicity and doesn't and doesn't have the views that some of the others do i mean even even some of the other like lower shows didn't get the the viewage um that they did because it just wasn't on a main network wasn't on a, a main streaming so i mean it was on hulu so unless you knew about it and were looking for it you might not have found it where I know I was excited when I heard it was coming out because of the comics. I was like, Cloak and Dagger, fuck yeah, I'm all yeah. about that. Then I got this and I was like, what the fuck do you do to my Cloak and Dagger? I want to slap somebody. Right. And so I think that was the biggest problem. And, and I know I watched season two because I'm, you know, I'm a glut for punishment and I'll watch some stupid shit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it's one of those things is like I, I know I was highly disappointed because it didn't live up nearly to as bad as the X-Men movies have been for X-Men fans. This is so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. Well, and we'll talk about later, like, Runaways and how I feel about Runaways because 
and we'll just get to it, but I feel differently than you feel about this as I feel about Runaways. But so, anyway. interesting enough, I'm with you because I did not ever read anything Runaways. So I went into it with a clean yeah. slate, and I enjoyed it more. It and was think- my first, I'll call it a fringe comic. Like, okay. I was I was all about, like, Avengers and Spider-Man and, like, all the main stuff. And this was, like, my first... Runaways was my first, like, you know, not mainstream comic. Oh, okay. And I think they did a great job of, like, like doing a... I think they did a great job of, of like, honoring the comic. So and did you ever see Cloak and Dagger in the Runaway comics? Because apparently they, they had some crossovers. I, I don't remember. Okay. I mean, I was just maybe. curious because I had no, never I read anything. I had never read anything Runaways, and I enjoyed their show much more than I enjoyed this Cloak and Dagger. And I don't know if it's because I went in it with this clean slate yeah. and they didn't fuck up anything for me, or <laughs> because it was just a better show. Um, and we yeah. will we will watch that. That that's definitely on our, we'll our list. Um, I've started amping it up. We have a, t- as you can see, we have a TV downstairs now, so I can start watching some stuff in the. It's <laughs> <at> you. <laughs> I can start picking up time. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think this is one of those ones that, like, for for comic book fans, it, it's definitely gonna be a letdown. Um, or cloak and dagger comic book fans, for sure, it's gonna be a letdown. Um, but other than that, it, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not positive what people are going to think about it. You know. I'm not. Um, I, I, I've never read the comic book, and I was let down. So I will speak. Okay. To <laughs> there we go. I, I can yeah. tell you, Alyssa had. You were let zero. down with no expectations. That's terrible. Alyssa watched it with me the first time. Kind of half watched an episode with me the second time, and had no want to watch any of the rest of it. It, it was not one that really, did, you 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 felt like you needed to watch the next one. It was it was tough. Um, they didn't keep, you know, whether it's maybe it's cliffhangers or something. It just seemed like the narrative just was not very, didn't didn't have a very good just direction. Wasn't it wasn't very well done. I mean, <laughs> my just, favorite character it was just uh, wasn't very well done. Yeah, Detective O'Reilly was the one I enjoyed the most seeing on the screen, and <laughs> it was kind of like, oh. But she didn't even even her character was kind of flat. They didn't have much backstory with her. You didn't know. Yeah. Uh, there was very little. All I knew is she was a good cop. That's all I needed to know. Okay. And she loved she loved her man. Yeah, in the back of the car <laughs> and in the refrigerator you know. oh no 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 that's wrong that's wrong yeah. <laughs> oh, too soon steve too soon all right, all right. <laughs> no okay uh so yeah i i mean if 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 you're a completist this is something to watch if you're not a completist i would say save your time if you're a completist you watch all of ages of shield which god bless you i mean for god's sakes but <laughs> uh, I haven't watched the last season, but I've watched everything else. But yeah. I've only watched as far as we've done on this show. It's, <laughs> it's not a good series. Like, I don't I, like watching it. It's hard to watch. I, I watched them all, and I regret it <laughs> every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so There funny. are so many better shows I could have spent that yeah, time on. Like, you, there's so much, right? You spent so much time watching that, and you're like, why did I do that? I could have been watching... I don't know. True Detective. Ragnarok again. One. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Ted Lasso is a really good show, but it's amazing. Oh my God. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I I don't. Are you I, kidding me right now? <laughs> I don't watch look. it. <laughs> when when I'm when we're back in our house and Claire's in school, I am going to get Apple TV. Oh yeah. But I don't have it right now. We can even wait until they finish you, all. Even the, if you uh, don't like soccer, even if you don't like oh, soccer, yeah, it's yeah. a great show. I've, I've Kelly likes it. Kelly's life. 
I've heard it's a great show. I know. Like, it's it's, watched, it's on the list. It's yeah, on the last, list. Last weekend, Kelly's Kelly puts up with me watching EPL, and <laughs> and you know at four thirty sometimes. But we um, we binged entire all of season one last nice. weekend, and we're all caught up. So we're like, when's Friday coming? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's like we can't watch to see another episode. So we yeah, watched, I think we watched the first three the other night, and it's yeah, so, so good for second season. Second season, that is so good. Have you seen the Christmas episode yet? Is that... uh, from the first season or the second season? Second season. No, isn't no. This, isn't the think... second where they where they all go to uh, the assistant's house? Nope, nope. Haven't seen that. Yeah, great episode. All right. Yeah. All I know is football is life. Football is life. <laughs> nah, football is a... life. Look, there's Jamie that's Rojas. that's my Jamie that's... Tart. Jamie Tart. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm not I'm not saying it's I'm not looking forward to it. I'm just saying I have you to. You should be looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I I am looking forward to it. Look, that's and that's my plan for September is the 30 day free trial of Apple TV, and I'm watching oh. that. Um. The Chris Evans legal drama and Schmigadoon, and I'll be fine. Oh, Schmigadoon. Watch, watch right. the Beastie Boys uh, documentary. It's really good, too. That's okay. Good too. Yeah, of course. I've heard there's a couple movies. Yeah, I have, uh, I have uh, some, of my, yeah, some really of my, yeah, some of my musical theater friends are like Schmigadoon. It's 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 amusing enough if it's amusing enough if you don't know musical theater, but if you know musical theater, it is hilarious because there's all these in jokes, which. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I know anyway, we're not this doing is a world record short episode for us. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah we're going to be under under two hours, maybe. Under two hours. Um, yeah. The cool thing is, is so our next episode of MCU review is going to be Black Panther. Oh, nice. So yeah. we finally get a, 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 a movie, a something, fucking movie for God's sake. Something good. Something that only yeah. takes two hours to watch. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, right. And you don't have to then, put it on it, fast speed. <laughs> and then we'll, then we'll get after that will be Defenders. It's like um, which, four episodes. It's like four series eight. after that, right? Are we gonna uh, do Loki in there somewhere? We could. We could push some of these. Uh, we All actually right. have some pretty good ones. We have Defenders coming, Runaways season uh, one, uh, Punisher season one, and then Spider-Man: Homecoming. But we could also throw Loki in there because that would be awesome. Uh, Lo if you haven't watched okay. Loki yet, oh my god, I would, god, I would like so to. Good. Just just because Disney Plus is not is not slowing down because like no 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 it's all. what if i don't i don't think they're taking a break for like the next six months on those well, what do we got we got Shang-Chi coming out soon shang chi uh, is coming out weeks uh um, another spider-man movie is coming out um sometime. in december i think <laughs> i want to say they still haven't seen the trailer and the eternals also are another one coming right the eternals yeah. is coming out um so yeah there's a bunch of stuff coming disney but uh, yeah uh, so, so that, yeah and then there's loki what if the Hawkeye series. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited about that. He's one yeah, of my favorite Ms. characters. Yeah, Ms. Marvel. Um, when yeah, does She-Hulk come out? I think they're filming it now. Yeah, it just started filming. Do you? Do you? Do any of you guys watch Orphan Black? Mm -hmm. I haven't. It. It's on my oh, list of watch. She's she's playing uh, Tatiana Maslany. I think her name is. She's playing She-Hulk, and she was the star of Orphan Black, and she is amazing she's one of the most amazing actors i've ever seen because she played like orphan black is about clones mm. and she played like 15 different versions of the clones and it ever was like self. Yeah. ever self and nice. it was unbelievable i mean she was so amazing 
Sorry. So I'm no, super excited. Uh, yeah. No, there's right. a there's a ton of stuff coming from um, from Marvel. So yeah, I would definitely think. Uh, and should, Indiana Jones Five is shooting right now. So. <laughs> That's same director who did Logan, so this could be a disappointment. Oh, you never know. Well, Logan. Was I don't a... know. I'm kind of. I kind of like the idea of the guy who did Logan because yeah. I'm. I'm like I kind of. You wrote and directed. You know the. Yeah. The, yeah, true. The the problems Indiana Jones has in old age will be. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna be running from any boulders. I'll give you that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff Marvel coming out. We're also going to hit a lot of other, uh, try and hit some some new movies, some old movies. Um, like I said, next week we're going to be doing Jojo Rabbit, which I'm super excited for. Oh man, I those... can't wait to hear you guys do that. I've never that seen one... it yet. I have to check it out. I've oh seen it god, it's so good. Like I I had no clue. I was like, I saw the previews and I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not. So I'm sure excited to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. Um, it is one of those ones that. Um, exceeded my expectations by so much that it was like afterwards I had to sit there for a minute and just think oh my god what the hell like you know when you see it's, a trailer and you're just like okay that I, I'm okay yeah, maybe that's and one of you, those I mean Joker Rabbit yeah. is definitely one of those you watch a movie and you're like oh my god that was so good it's it's Taiko Taikwa Takiti I know that I fucking blew that but <laughs> okay. Wakiti, but yeah anyways I mean, well this is the thing still, I mean, we're still recording you, Noah no. Well, but but I mean, I mean, I'll tell you this: it's like you watch Thor Ragnarok, or you watch what we mm-hmm. do in the shadows, and you're like, oh yeah, this guy has a handle on comedy. This guy is great. It's, and then Jojo Rabbit, and you're like, holy sh- shit, he is a really fantastic director. Also, yeah, the Wilder, the Wilder, what, what's the Wilder one? Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, oh, that's a beautiful. Movie, yeah. That's that's a beautiful movie. I, I recommend that to anybody. Has any of you guys watched uh, Suicide Squad yet? Yes. The new one? No, not yet. No. I, mean, I can't. I just... He has he has an appearance in there, too, which is, oh, really? is really kind of cool. Did you, uh, did you see... As an actor, did you see, not a director. Did you see he has a... Um, he he has a part in Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I want to see that. Movie. Oh, my have, God, I want to see have, that so bad. It's I do, too, but... It's in the theaters now. Did you see the... the um, it was like a... It was Deadpool and Korg... From yes. oh, Ragnarok, right, right, yeah. <laughs> where they kind of they, they do a yeah. scene, oh, my gosh. A scene and, and they review it yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, he he is he is incredible, and and so yeah, I'm I'm all for that. Um, yeah. That's going to be a really fun one. And then after that, I I don't know what's next. We'll well, I'll, I'll work with Steve and we'll figure it out, and then we'll be back for Black Panther in two weeks, two three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. And then and then maybe that's a good time to throw Loki in there before we hit Runaways. Okay. Although I, okay. I, can, I, I know Bo's really excited to get into his runaways. Um, but I got yeah, I got some catching up to do. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely like, oh my god, I gotta start powering it. Runaways right. is a good series, so I don't mind watching that one again. Um, yeah. I think even more than Cloak and Dagger, I was kind of like, oh, I yeah, I'm, I'm ready to. I, I could watch those again for pray, sure. Pray, pray that I am back in my house. <laughs> right. Yeah. By then. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh my God! It's it's so Andrew's not here, so I can say this. He every you know he he'll come by every morning to check on the workmen, and he'll be like, "They're really doing great. I think we'll be back in the house in like a week, week and a half." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." I'll tell you what. We've been talk out of the house. Brother, talk to your brother who deals with this every single day of his entire life. <laughs> yes, he. He has amnesia about when we had the house, when we had the kitchen done the first time, and it took him, you know, however many weeks. But it's like, 
you know we're getting ready to do our kitchen and you guys aren't making it sound any fun at all <laughs> uh, you know it's who's it, it, we had a nice we had a, a good contractor but he was not i mean here's the thing these, these contractors are they're friends of mine they're nice guys i know i really believe them when they say i want to get you back in your kitchen as soon as possible <laughs> but it's like well Dude, do something about it, because it's been... Define <laughs> as fucking soon as possible to me, yeah. would you? Yes. <laughs> so it's... the difference is we're going to try and do a lot of it ourselves, so that that's going to bring oh, it out even further. Nice. Well, I'm All right. I'm... Well, good luck. Yeah. So, I wanna, so before we... I, it sounds like we're wrapping it up. I don't want to throw something out there. My, my number one um, New Orleans friend who goes to Jazz Fest every year and all that kind of stuff is Jennifer Gallant. Tonight's your birthday. She, she, um, anyway, I just want to say shout out to her. I think she downloads. I think she listens. (laughs) I don't know if she actually listens, but at least she might download. But anyway, hi, Jennifer. Just want to say happy birthday to you today. Yeah, Jennifer, if if you do listen, please give us a shout out. Uh, Either check us out on the Facebook page uh, at the How We Season podcast or give us a shout out on our email, the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. Nice. <laughs> wow, do you have that written down? No, no, I'm, I'm starting wow. to remember it. It only like, took 90 episodes to have him memorize it. <laughs> hey, we didn't have an email for the first 40 episodes, so. Oh, okay. So 50 episodes in, he finally gets it. That's awesome. Uh, uh, nice. No, I know. Every time I listen to these guys, they're like way more professional than we are. I'm like, oh, God, I got to do all that. But then again, I'm I mean, like, mm, no, this is for fun. I'm not Every so day of my life, everybody's more professional than I am. Oh, my God. I, so I, I know, Bo, I talked to you about this a little bit, but uh, the Patreon for some of these, like everybody's got a Patreon now. And I looked up uh, the um, All Fantasy Everything's Patreon. Those guys make more money on Patreon a month than I fucking make at my job plus my wife i was like son of yeah. a bitch but they're professional comedians they put out a quality product and then you know sad enough i gave them some fucking money too, those bastards but so I, do i i, I give them money too it's, it's funny yeah. it's, it's good stuff um yeah same thing like uh the uh hmp i know I, I i mentioned that to you the uh hero movie podcast yeah great guys fun stuff i i usually listen to them to get information for you guys uh another one so yeah there's some there's some good podcasts but yeah everybody has a patreon now it's like oh man one of these days we'll get professional enough and maybe we'll do it I hey, not, hey but... mac weldon's our first mac weldon or uh what is it the stamps.com we get mm-hmm. mac weldon or stamps.com money we're good <laughs> <laughs> me undies yeah no I, well we we still get what was it uh um Shave your balls or no? Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, what's, that? Uh, what's that one? Shave your balls, right. Exactly. The shaver. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. we need to... uh, I wonder if people would get T-shirts if we put them out. <laughs> you know, I, I just got a T-shirt from uh, the Turtle Soup guys, to, and I was super excited about it. And I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I should figure out a way to make some shirts for us. Oh, so you know, it, you, it, you know what the perfect work. product for us would be? No. Beer glasses. That'd be cool, oh, too. Yeah. With the logo on it. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, I was yeah. kind of thinking, uh, I, I'd like to do redo our logo so it's a little more. All right, so we lost all of our listeners right now. <laughs> you guys are here. Just telling you. <laughs> all of our listeners are gone. Just, but anyway. No, I mean, this is cool. I mean, I would love to do something like that. And, I, and if someone was a listener, I, if we did get some swag, I would totally get it. Well, how about this? How about any listener that it's still emails here. us gets a t shirt? Is that too much to ask? Oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll just send them to Bo. Bo will mail them a T-shirt. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> since, just since we've gotten two well, emails. Well, total, it won't be a, it won't be a how we, 
It won't be a how we well, see t-shirt. Only t-shirt. It'll just be a it's random t-shirt. T-shirt. Closet. Closet. That's right. <laughs> they, it, it might be this t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. But they only, and, and we didn't say what t-shirt they got, but I'm saying they've yes. only got two emails. Me you and Alyssa. It's been me and Alyssa, so I'm not going to send myself a t-shirt. 100%. Yes. If you email us, you will get a t-shirt. I guarantee that. Okay. If you email us, you will get a t-shirt. We will figure out what t-shirt you will get. But if you email us, if you, you are a new a emailer, <laughs> Bo, you don't Bo, get free yeah. t-shirts. Bo, you're not getting a t-shirt. <laughs> well, I'll give myself a t-shirt. No, I have one. Anyway. But yeah, so um, yeah, no, actually, that's one of the things I, I've been thinking about. It would be nice to have kind of a cleaner logo that we could do a t-shirt or even a, a separate logo that would be t-shirt worthy. So all right, cool. Uh, if you guys think of the, I know some graphic designers. I thug. Might, let them know. I'll, I'll see what I can do. We'll give them shouts out for sure. Every we episode, each, we could all swap faces and have like different different faces on our shirt. It how, could be like it could be like how Nina uh, sees it, how Bo sees it. <laughs> right, well, what's the what's the uh, what's the guy that did the the Campbell soup cans? Um, Andy Warhol. Warhol. Andy Warhol. We yeah. could do like an Andy Warhol kind of a thing with all of our faces. There you go. That'd be fun. Anyways, well, that's that's how we seize it. Uh, join us again next week. We're going to hit Jojo Rabbit, a, a an incredible movie, and then uh, I don't know what's Might after be that. the first one I miss. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, because you want to see it first. Yes. Then then get your ass on and watch it because that's right. that shit is fair enough. Shit. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, go ahead. And then um, yeah, then we'll be back. Um, I'm also going to put out a poll for possibly what we're going to be doing um, the week after. Um, I have a I have a shit ton of uh, possibilities, so nice. um, look for that. Or email us with suggestions, or hit us up on the Facebook or Instagram, um, and that would be it. All so, right. Anything else? Good Nothing. night, everyone. <laughs> That's how we see it. Right. Thanks. Bye.